Welcome to episode seven of the What If Video Podcast. Today, I'm so excited. You'll recognize my guest. She's been a guest on our show before. Her name is Deb Weekly. She is the founder of Help Club for Moms, which I know that you've heard me talk about it. It's an incredible ministry full of wonderful resources, one of which we're going to have um, so you can download it. It's that printable that we talk about during the show. That'll be linked under the show on our website. So I want you to make sure that you tune into this episode, listen to Deb. We're talking about respect, one of your man's greatest needs. So this episode is not just for moms. This is for all of us wives, all of us women who are going to be wives in the future. This is such a huge deal. And this is something that the Bible talks so clearly about how we are to respect our husbands. And I just really loved this conversation that I got to have with Deb. And I really think you're going to as well. So join me in the studio for this conversation with Deb Weekly. Thank you so much again for coming all the way from Colorado to join me here in Nashville. It's really fun. Honor to be here with you, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you. I love your ministry, the Help Club for Moms. We'll have all of those resources up. I'll link everything on our website because the book, the devotionals, they have been, I've only been a mom for 11 months now, Mm. (laughs) almost 11 months, but they have been so life-giving to me. I have sent copies to my friends. Um, I have told them, I'm like, you need to read this. You need to read this. It's just, it's so good for for any mom, I'm sure. I can only speak as a first-time mom Mm because I don't know any different, but they have been just so life-giving to me. And there's so many days when it's like, this is exactly what I needed. This doesn't take 45 minutes. Uh-oh. This is attainable. Uh-huh. Charlie can sit here with me while uh-huh. I do it. You know, he can have a bottle. Um, so I just love, I love your ministry. I'm so thankful to get to be a small part of it with you and for all of the the things that, that you have done. And I'm so excited to have this conversation too. Uh-huh. So today we're talking about respect, uh-huh. which is one of your man's most important needs. Uh-huh. It is. And it is. And for us, after we had Charlie, <laughs> I feel like I've been terrible at it. And some <laughs> days, because you give so much grace, like you, everything that I have is poured out into this little person. Mm-hmm. Like I'm keeping a baby human alive. And then your husband comes in and I'm like, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? I need you to do this. You know? And it's like, I wait, I forgot. I need to step back for a minute. Like he's just coming home from work also. Yeah. You know, so this, I'm very excited to have this conversation. So let's talk about this. Okay. Yeah. So I remember when my husband and I first got married around 30 years ago, I, <laughs> we were standing in a group and we were talking about something random, right? Mm-hmm. I was with his friends and him and we were just talking about something. And then Randy mentioned something about something that we were talking about. And then all of a sudden I looked at his friend and I go, so-and-so, what do you think about this? And my husband, and it wasn't that he, he was, and that sounds so minor, but I think, you know what? I think we got to remember our men want to be our knights in shining armor. And even if they don't act like it, even if they make us mad, even if they don't do what they, what we want them to do or whatever, they let us down. They still want that. Mm -hmm. They still want us to look at them with stargazing eyes and not look at their best friend and say, well, what do you think? You know, you're so smart or whatever. It was something so minor, but I felt a little something from the Lord in that moment that I needed to really build up my husband. Mm -hmm. And do you know what's really interesting about Proverbs 31 Mm -hmm. is it says that her in in those verses 10 to 31, Mm -hmm. okay, 
that's the the godly yes. wife that we all look at and we go, wow, <laughs> you know, I don't even know if we could ever be like that, but we just, with the yes. Lord, we try and yes. someday we'll meet her in heaven, right? Uh, I guess. I mean, anyway, but I don't know if she was a person or like a, 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 a just a collection, but do you know what it says in that scripture passage? Her husband is respected at the city gate. It's encompassed in those passages about us as wives. And what I think God wants us to see is our husbands will be more respected at their jobs. They'll have more confidence. Uh, they'll be promoted more. They will be respected more. They'll probably make more money. I think when we as women show them respect. Yeah. It's how we're wired. It's how the marriage is made to work. And I want to start off with the scripture yes. that whenever I was your age, I read it mm-hmm. and it was super impactful to me in the amplified version. And it's Ephesians 5 verse 33. Mm-hmm. And just listen to all these adjectives that it says for us as wives. <laughs> okay. So however, okay. So I'm not going to read the men's okay. part because okay. that is, is not our job, right? It's, it's not our job to make our husband good. I think uh, Ruth Graham says this. It's God's job to make our husband good. You know, Billy Graham's mm-hmm. oh, wife. Yes. Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah. No. I would be <laughs> like, oh, Ruth, I'll take, I, I've read so many of her books mm-hmm. because she's so smart and so yes. wise. But she said it's God's job to make our husbands good. It's our job to make them happy. Wow. So I'm not going to read yes. the part about the men because that's not... God's job with our husbands. Yes. Okay. I'm going to yes. start with the wife. Okay. So it says, yep. and the wife mm-hmm. must see to it. That she respects and delights in her husband, Mm. that she notices him, prefers him, and treats him with loving concern, treasuring him, honoring him, and holding him dear. And I tell you what, guys, Mm. after being married for 30 years, I will say that if you could pray and ask the Lord, and even if you're mad at your husband, even if he's not doing what you want him to do, he's not helping you, whatever is his problem and your problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. Leave that to the Lord. Talk to God about, about that. Mm-hmm. And what can you do this within your power is something that you do. Mm-hmm. And so let's just talk about noticing your husband. Yes. Okay. Noticing <laughs> I your husband, right? That I need your help. Yeah. Notice <laughs> That's I need not your probably help. what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. If you just think about that one part of noticing your husband. And I love this because I've had to work at this so hard because I remember being so tired and nursing. And I was right in the middle of really learning this lesson and Mm -hmm. had my babies and I was tired and, and the Bible, you know, the scripture said to notice him. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm just Mm -hmm. tired. But what I started doing is when he would come home from work, I taught my kids uh, this, and I know it sounds silly, but it's the welcome home daddy song. Oh. So it was like, we would go to the door and we would clap and go, daddy's home, daddy's home, daddy's <laughs> home. And they would go, whatever we were doing in that moment, we would all go to the door. And do so you know, sweet. I can honestly say, this is another thing I think we need to think about. And this is trusting God to work in our husband's hearts. Yeah. It is our job, a lot of our job to teach our children to respect our husbands mm-hmm. by the way that we act. You know, and I, I know this sounds crazy. My children, ha- and I know everybody got a different story, but my children have never yelled, mouthed off my husband. Wow. And they have me. But, you know, <laughs> what is up with that? Yeah. But um, 
my husband is so elevated in their mm -hmm. eyes. Now he is a godly man. He hasn't been perfect at all. Neither one of us. But I think it comes from us showing respect. And so whenever someone walks in the room in our home, we would notice them mm -hmm. and we would smile. Mm -hmm. And it's the silliest thing. And I know not everybody's, everybody's different. God will tell you your own story, but you know, we'll just say, Hey, and we'll smile. Yeah. And he doesn't feel like he's interrupting me. Yes. Yeah. I'm I, too busy. Yes. I love the amplified version for things like this because this is so easy to just read that she respects and delights in her husband. Period. Period. Yeah. That's but it. what does that mean? Delight. Like what, you know, like this gives us like, okay, notice him, prefers him, treats him with loving concern. Like all, when I was reading this, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm doing really badly <laughs> these things right now. But just this morning, my husband just came home this morning from a trip that I was telling you about. He was gone for a few days and he walked in and I was like, he's hot. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> but such the most random thought, but it, like we had the chance to miss each other a little bit, which we don't do. We're living, I was telling you, we're living in small quarters right now. Mm -hmm. It's kind of stressful. Mm -hmm. You know, we're building a home. So there's a lot of stress on top of life, just mm -hmm. life in general, but just to notice him and not need something from him first. To so first notice him. And smile. Yes. And just welcome him home. And mm -hmm. I love the loving concern also. I hate, my husband owns a business, so I know he has all of this stress and all of the weight of that business on him. Like, I want to be loving. I want to show he'll come home some days and try and tell me about a job site or something that he worked on. And I'm so busy cooking dinner or washing the dishes or taking care of Charlie. I'm so busy that I'm kind of listening to him, mm -hmm. but he can see that I'm not, you know, and like those things, just each one of these little things, honoring him, holding him dear. They're just things that I don't normally think about because I'm busy. And it's true. And we all are busy. Yeah. And, and, and we could honestly have the same conversation and say, well, he doesn't ask me how my day is. Yeah. You know, he's not helping me. He's not picking up the baby. I'm still holding the baby and he's been home 20 minutes, right? But honoring, and, and I know this is, a, it's going to sound crazy, but God will meet our needs mm -hmm. when we take ourselves out of the way honor other people above ourselves, God will meet our needs. And I'm not talking about being a doormat to any type of a right. bad abuse. Absolutely. We're not talking about that, no. but I'm just saying, if you could approach it like, okay, my husband needs, he wants to tell me his day. Oh my goodness. Isn't that wonderful? I remember reading uh, books. She's my, my favorite mentor. All of your readers should know about her and it's Emily Barnes. And she passed away from cancer and wonderful woman. And she said, your husband could have gone anywhere, but he chose to come home to you. Mm. And in the same way, our husbands could talk to anyone about their day. Yeah. But they chose to talk to me about it. Yeah. And you about it. Yeah. He chose to have that conversation with you mm -hmm. and let him into his world. I do know women that their husbands won't talk to them yeah. because they've, you know, if you, if we keep ignoring them, mm -hmm. they're going to stop trying. Absolutely. Cause they can tell. They can tell. My yeah. husband's actually called me out a couple of days ago. He goes, am I giving you too many details? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I feel so bad because I have trouble with too many details mm -hmm. because I'm a hyper-focused person. Mm -hmm. And so I'm focusing on every detail and I get a little tired. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. And he'll do that and he'll be like, well, I can tell I'm boring you. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you're not boring me. I just am thinking about all of these other things and the nighttime routine and trying to figure 
this all out together. And mm -hmm. it, it was respect was something like when we were going into our marriage, it was something that I felt held very dear. Mm -hmm. I never found myself really talking about him to my friends or mm -hmm. just what is the right, just like dumping everything on them. Like, Oh, he's doing this and he's doing this and he's doing this. Can you believe that he did this? You know, but now just, I can feel myself doing that more because I'm exhausted. I, I want him, I, like you're saying, like, this is not our job. I want him to do all of these things for me, but that's God's job to work those things out in his heart. And even just being alone with Charlie for the last few days, you know, when Bobby told me that he was going on a trip, I'm thinking like, how dare you? How dare you? Especially what Florida. am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, how, nice place. right? Like, how am I going to yeah. get ready for work? How am I going to shower? How am I going to wash my hair? Like, I've not been alone with the baby yet. I've always had somebody else. So it, it just totally scared me. I didn't think that I can do it. And that kind of, once I got alone with him and, you know, it was just me and Charlie, the Lord just used that time. And I, I asked God to, I'm like, please, God, give me peace. Please let us sleep through the night together. Please don't let me be fearful. Like, show me how to do this. Give me wisdom on how to do these next few days. And it, it kind of like readjusted my focus. Like all of these things that I'm trying to pull out of Bobby, it's not all Bobby's job. Mm -hmm. You know, like I need to go to God for some of these things that I'm trying. Like Bobby, he is a physical protector, but he's not my protector. Mm -hmm. The Lord has control of my life. I might feel safer with Bobby there, but the Lord is my refuge and my safe place. Mm -hmm. Bobby might make me sleep more peaceful, but God is my peace. And it's just like, whoa, like all of these things that I'm probably exhausting him with, you know, like it's like, okay, God gave me all of those things in this time that I was so afraid of. The Lord just used it to really shift my focus and like, I'm so happy he's back, but at the same time, like, I was so mad at him for leaving, and now I'm happy that he did because the Lord just really used it to to just show me different areas in my life where I was pulling stuff from him, trying to. Yeah. You know? That's the hard thing about trying to pull from people. Yeah. People, so, and yes, you, you have issues in your marriage. You talk about them. You know, you, you do express things. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just right. saying I, I've never won when I've been disrespectful to my husband. And one time my husband went on a trip and he came back, he was at Disney world yeah. and he had so much fun. Mm -hmm. And I had two little kids and I was exhausted. I was so it's mad, so at hard. Him. <laughs> but God really convicted me, mm -hmm. yeah. but we can't expect people to meet our needs fully. Right. We can't, it only yeah. God can do that. Yep. And I think that when we expect our husbands, we can make them an idol. Yes. And uh, when they're not being an idol or a God, then we get disappointed. Absolutely. And, and you know what else I think sometimes, and God convicts me of this every now and then, and he has over the years, where is the woman my husband married? Oh, yeah. Do you ever think about that? Yes. Where is she? Hello? Where are you? Are you still around? Yes. You know, yeah. because mm -hmm. it, the kids take it out of you. Yes. The everything mm -hmm. takes it out of you. Mm -hmm. Life takes it out of you. And mm -hmm. you guys now with everything going on with the world and it's, it's exhausting really. <laughs> but, but I think that it's a good examination and asking the Lord to show you how you can bring some of that respect back because you were probably more, I know I was more like, oh, starry eyed. And oh. I just wanted to listen to him. Mm -hmm. And I love that he told me his secrets. And, you know, then when they're doing it, when you're cooking or, or, you know, and you're just tired and 
and mm-hmm. you're like, oh man, I just really want to go be by myself. Can you just take the kids you yeah. know, or <laughs> yeah. something? Yeah. Take Charlie for a four wheeler. Yeah. Ride. Whereas <laughs> yeah. before we were yes. wanting to drink in every word. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And just gazing at them. And I remember just waiting for the text messages to come in. Like he used to send me like snapshots of songs he was listening to. And now it's like, well, how much money's in the checking account? <laughs> like, no. like I get so excited when I see like hubby come up on the phone and then I'm like, okay. And then this sometimes he'll surprise me. It'll be something sweet. And I try and think about that. I'm like, okay, well, that's what I'm wanting it to be when I open it. So let me try and send something like that to him. You know, and I do think, you know, there's so many memories that I have of when we were dating and when we were engaged and when we were married and just little things that we used to do for each other and just trying to step back and reintroduce those things into our marriage. Because just because we had a baby doesn't mean we can't do that. You right. know, it, it things do change. We're a lot more tired. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more going on in our home and our focus. You know, it, it is hard. I know that you're supposed to do your marriage first. It's hard. We've waited for a baby for so long and now here he is. And it's like, I don't know how, I haven't yet figured out how to take all of that time and focus off of him and to put it back onto Bobby sometimes, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a learning thing. And, and I feel like God, God helps us through it. It's he does hard. help us. <laughs> and also giving yourself grace. I yeah. think 80, 20 is magical. So 80, 20 in your eating, 80, 20 in exercise, 80, 20 in your marriage, like mm-hmm. as far as trying to respect your husband. And I don't know, I know that probably sounds silly, but, uh, no one will ever be perfect. Right. You know, and, and, um, I think that so much of the time we can get really discouraged if we have a bad day and we think our life is over or things mm-hmm. are, I'm just the worst person in the world, but no, it was a bad day, right? right. It was a bad 20%, yes. you know, you yep. maybe had a big fight. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, just, and, and letting God love you yeah, and loving your husband, uh, with your words mm-hmm. and finding the good things that your husband is doing. Yeah. Instead of always the bad, mm-hmm. uh, because men and children will rise to what's expected of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if we are always calling out the good things mm-hmm. that they're doing as much as we can mm-hmm. and not focusing on the bad yeah, and asking God to show you their hearts. So my husband, he's a quiet, uh, a quiet man and it's quiet faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can appear, he always says that he's known as Deb's husband. It's really funny. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't, I, I want, I want people to know you as Randy, but he has a quiet faith. But you know what I've come to appreciate as the years have gone by is just how humble he is. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't, I mean, he just has a quiet little quiet faith with the Lord and he loves God and he's mm-hmm. so humble mm-hmm. and being able to recognize the differences that are between you and your husband yeah. and not being superior. Yeah. You know, or thinking yes. that we, because a lot of times women, we, we, maybe if you're staying at home, you may have more time to spend with God mm-hmm. and your husband works all day. Right. But if you both work, mm-hmm. it can, maybe with our emotions, we can feel closer to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that can make us feel superior. But I think that keeping our own humility and asking God to show you your husband's heart and the beauty of it. Yes. Yes. It's something that I know, um, just in different women's groups I've been a part of, that the Lord has taught me and I try to keep in my mind is always assume the best. Oh yeah. Like I have to assume the best because I can catch myself assuming the worst. Like, oh, he's still outside and he doesn't even care about us. He doesn't want to come in here. He doesn't love us. He loves being out there in cars and trucks and other people more than us. And that's just not the truth. 
That's not the case. The truth is, when I actually have a conversation with him about it, is that he feels stuck in between a rock and a hard place. He loves people, so he doesn't want to let anybody down. So he has a hard time saying goodbye to people. (laughs) As hard as it is, you know, I want him to come inside. I want that family time, but I can't let myself think like we're not priority to him. We're not his first. He doesn't want to be in here with us. But if when he comes in the door and I immediately am like, can you do this? Can you do this? And then like, you can, we have facial expressions. He can see on my face that I'm irritated, you know? So I I mean, I don't guess I would want to walk in the door either if I was going to get met with that all the time, you know? Assuming the best. Yes. You're walking by faith when you assume the best. Absolutely. And when you listen to the Mm -hmm. enemy tell you things Mm -hmm. about, your husband or your marriage or that you're not happy and whatever it is that the enemy will tell you, those are lies. Remember yeah. the enemy's native tongue is lying. Yes. And so when we walk by faith, we, we believe the best in others. Love, mm-hmm. do you know in the word, it, oh, I love the, the, this beautiful scripture, first Corinthians 13, and it says, love always believes the best in others. Mm-hmm. It's in the passion translation. Yeah. The love believes the best in others. Yeah. Believing the best. Yes. It'll, it'll really make you happier when you believe the best about people yeah. instead of thinking their, their, their motives. Absolutely. You don't know their motives. No. And I think know. that I do. Yeah. But we <laughs> I mean, don't know. We don't know. We don't no. know. No. And it, I love what you said. Always assuming the best is walking by faith. It is walking by faith. And sometimes it might end up hurting us. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, we assume the best, but you know, being honest, like sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's not the best. You know, I'm assuming the best, but sometimes it might be that he just didn't want to come inside. Yeah. And that's going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. But God, God knows that. Mm-hmm. God can handle that. And that's, again, bringing me back to the place where Bobby is not my healer. Mm-mm. Bobby's not my comforter. Bobby is my husband. I am supposed to respect him. He is supposed to love me as Christ loved the church. But like you said, I can't make him do that. Mm-mm. We cannot control our right. husbands. And the more I try to, the more he's not going to do that, especially my type eight challenger. Like, oh, yeah. If I like tell, I have to tell him the opposite. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, don't do that. And then he'll do it. Like, cause that'll be his idea. You know, (laughs) I'm like, no, don't tell him that. Don't tell him that. Cause then he won't do it. And it's just a joke that we have around the house. But they will change. I will tell you over time, if you stick with your marriage and just keep trying, be like, I love Dory the fish. Just keep keep swimming, swimming. just keep swimming swimming and just, uh, they do get so much better with age. Yeah. Like most, like my mother-in-law, she's so cute. And she tells stories about when they were first married, they've been married like 55 years. And I'm like, that is not the same person Mm -hmm. that Papa is right now, Mm -hmm. but he's so tender towards her. He rubs her feet. He listens to her. He's so Mm -hmm. patient. They're patient. They love each other, but that's time. Yes. Yeah. And it just takes time. Yeah. Absolutely. And us doing our part, like what you're saying, we have to do our part in it. And I just, I try and like take myself back and like, think about, we were talking um, in a previous episode about just the 2020 and 2021. And Mm -hmm. for us, it was very isolating. Mm -hmm. We stepped out of our community. We weren't meeting in church, Mm -hmm. just like you guys weren't. So our life groups went away. Mm You know, I think that there's something about that also, like when you're, we, we lost that, we lost that community. And that was like in our life groups, it's where we would talk about these challenges that we Mm -hmm. had. And, and when you're isolated like that, you just kind of hold everything inside. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like 
as much as I want to respect him, I'm just holding all of these grudges down, down, down because we're not talking about it. It's, it's just a, it's a different world that we're living in right now. God's completely aware of everything that we're going through and he still has a plan and his plan is still good. And it's just, I feel like learning sometimes like we might have to learn to respect him in a different way. I've had, you know, I've had to look at what he's doing and it, there's been some times where he's been outside and I'm frustrated, you know, I'm doing the dishes and I'm cleaning up everything. And he comes in and he's like, yeah, that guy that just stopped over was an atheist. And we just had a really, you know, I just told him about our church and stuff. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> like stabbed in the heart, you know, but like you're saying, Randy has a quiet faith. Bobby's I, I promise you, like, and, and it's hard for me to admit this, but it is like you're talking about the humility of it. Like the way that Bobby lives his life, I have seen him bring more people to the church, have more conversations, mm-hmm. and I'm working in full-time ministry, mm-hmm. you know? So I just, I think that it's so important that, like you were saying, like, notice him, smile at him, really listen to him. Like noticing what they're doing, noticing who God made them to be. God didn't just make him to be my husband. He is also a person that God created. And, and something else that I saw in here that um, believe in your husband and believe in her, his dreams. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. And forgive him. Yeah. So um, I, I wanted to make sure I, I talked about this today. Unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with it. Yeah. And one, se- one season during Lent, I uh, I really felt the Lord telling me I needed to forgive some people. Mm-hmm. And so I took communion every day during Lent, and I asked God to keep my heart clean and help me to forgive. Mm-hmm. And taking communion mm-hmm. uh, regularly on your own, if you even want to, if you want to, if you feel led to do that, mm-hmm. because we, I think personally, when we take communion, we're remembering what Jesus did mm-hmm. for us on the cross. He, yeah. we are. Yeah. We're remembering His death. Mm-hmm. And to go and just ask the Lord to keep your heart clean towards your husband, mm-hmm. because then you won't you won't grow up and be a grouchy old lady. Yeah, I don't right. want to be. Yeah, that. you want. To be I want to be lady. the girl that he yeah. married. I You'll want to be his girl. greatest yeah. cheerleader. Yes, and you did say it'll pay off, and it it'll will. Pay off. It will. Mm-hmm. That's who God calls us to be. And I'm going to talk about, we have another little closing segment that I'll come right back with. And I'm going to talk about, I love this, the Love Your Husband Challenge, this really easy, you said 70,000 completions. On the YouVersion Bible app, yeah. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. So we're going to give everybody the resources to this Mm -hmm. and hopefully we'll have 70,000 more completions on it. Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. You're doing such great work for the Lord. So are you. Thank you. We would love to connect with you. Follow us on social media at What If Video Podcast or check out our website by visiting ashleylmcclain.com. You can see what's coming up on What If, submit your What If questions, read Ashley's blog, and so much more. We can't wait to connect with you. hope that today's episode really encouraged you. I hope that it kind of helped you remember what it meant to respect your husband if that's been an area that has been challenging for you, like it kind of has been for me as I shared about in the show. I'm actually really excited after this conversation to, you know, think back and remember, okay, where is the girl that he married? Where is she? Like she's still in there. She just got really busy with a baby and working full time and all of the other things that come with 
being an adult and being a parent, right? And being a wife. So I hope that this episode left you feel encouraged. I hope that you will download the free printable resource. It's been so sweet and so life-giving for me, as well as the other resources from Help Club. I'll have the printable um, under this video. So you should be able just to click and download it. And I hope that works for you. If it doesn't, please let me know and I would love to email it to you. You can always contact us. The website's below. I would love to talk with you, pray with you. I know Deb feels the same way. So make sure you follow them at helpclubformoms.com and join us back next time on the What If Video Podcast. 